0: Hi, I'm Peyton Ellison, and this is the Sports Corner Podcast. Listen to us live on Thursdays from 7.30 to 8 p.m. and on Fridays from 12 to 1 p.m. on WFMP.org or on 88.7 FM in the
1: Mid-Hudson Valley. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Sports Corner. Once again, I am Adam Cobb, joined by Peyton Ellison and Zach Tokash, uh, we've been on winter break for a few months. We did have one episode a couple of weeks ago, because there's a lot to talk about. We wanted to get one, uh, one in there to give a little, like, you know, remembering some of the new stuff. But here we go with, uh, back in the sports corner, back on this weekly thing that, you know, should be fun, excited for this new semester and a uh, new year or couple months of sports but um yeah you guys want to just hop right into things why not all right well uh first story that we want to talk about pretty big story in uh sports right now tony d'angelo the uh rangers defenseman who we'll just say he's been controversial for quite quite a while between uh he's posted some things on twitter talked about COVID he told the fan to fight him at uh Madison Square Garden cuz he was saying that he wasn't that D'Angelo wasn't very good so you know a lot of fun stuff there um well he was waived by the New York Rangers um of which I am a fan of, after you know months of all this stuff um so he was so the first game of the first game of the season he took a dumb penalty in the third period, and then he slammed the um, penalty box door shut, which got him benched for the next game, which the Rangers were grading, so that ended up being a two-game benching. Um, and he was a healthy scratch. And um, so that was kind of a not, – not, that was not first strike. That was like the 85th strike. But the Rangers were only giving him 86 strikes, so he 85th strike was that. Then a couple weeks later, according um, to Jeff Gordon, he never he didn't really respond well to that. And then a couple weeks later against Zach's Penguins, Rangers lost a uh, overtime, an overtime game, and off uh, on a Sidney Crosby shot because he's Sidney Crosby, of course. And it was kind of interesting because uh, so there's a play behind the net that there's miscommunication between Georgiev, the Rangers' backup goalie, and D'Angelo. And the puck ends up staying in the zone. It was already a long shift, and the Rangers give up the game-winning goal. So after the game, this was this is what's been reported, that Georgiev is kind of just sitting at his locker, upset because he just lost an overtime game, and, which is fair. And D'Angelo kind of comes by and... Just starts making some, a bunch of sarcastic quips about how Georgiev played and this that, and Yorgiev stood up and punched Tony D'Angelo in the face. And it's you know that you're not a very well liked teammate when you get punched in the face, and you're the one who's cut, and and all the praise is on the guy who punched you in the face. So um, yeah, what are your guys' thoughts on this crazy? situation with Tony.
0: I have no thoughts on it from a hockey standpoint, because quite frankly, I don't know much hockey, but from what I've been hearing, wasn't Tony D'Angelo like a decent to above
1: average player? Tony is a very good offensive defenseman. I think he was like top five in defenseman points last year. Got some Norris votes. But defensively, he is absolutely atrocious. So I think that – and he was having a bad year so far this year. So I think that may have definitely – I mean, Pete came out and had a hat trick one of these days and was playing okay defense and was putting up the offensive numbers he did last year. I don't think he's cut. But he has been a bottom-pairing defenseman who is a full liability defensively and who's just not very good – and who has not been very good offensively, so – you pair that with just an absolute toxic personality, then Rangers weren't inclined to keep him on the squad
0: i I get you uh there's just something about this that makes me think that it wouldn't be like this quick of a turnaround in any other the sports, like only in hockey would someone who's considered a decent to good player. Would ever just be cut like that? Even uh, even with all the um antics and um uh, all that.
1: Yeah, I mean a similar. I mean he's never gotten this far, but I mean you you have guys. I mean you have guys do horrible things and stay in the in those other leagues. Like you know, it's not even a it's not even that close in terms of, uh, you don't see this kind of turnaround that often. I would agree with that. Zach, what are your thoughts on it? I
2: don't know. I mean, clearly it's just, it's been going on for too long and they just have had enough. And I mean, if you look at the team and I know these are your boys and uh, I, I mean, I just, they're in last. I mean, they need – it. I mean, you don't want to – on top of everything else, you don't want a locker room that's – you're already going to be miserable. So You don't want any fighting, anything like that. I mean, this kid – he just clearly comes with baggage and has some issues. And it's – I'll be interested to see if he gets picked up and see what happens. Yeah, um, I, I just – I think it's crazy that uh, more and more teams keep coming out with COVID – Uh, I think the fourth one just got added. So, yeah, I'm hoping that we can continue the season. Yeah.
1: Hockey's had more of a problem than I feel like other sports have had. It seems like with some of these outbreaks, like there's been a lot of teams that have had weeks of games canceled. I'm just waiting for it to happen to the Rangers. Like the Rangers game on Saturday against the Devils was canceled because they have an outbreak. I know the Mm -hmm. Sabres have had like four straight games canceled. Like they've had a rough time so far, but, uh, yeah, what you're saying. Like the Rangers have not had a. They've been playing pretty well, but they just had. I mean, they, they lost a like six straight one goal games. I feel. I think. Mm-hmm. Or they. Like, like there's a lot of really close games that they. Like they either outplayed their opponent and lost, or they they're they playing. They've been playing okay hockey, but yeah, this is not a playoff team, especially not in this division. So there's really no, no point in holding on to a guy that it doesn't seem like they believe is going to be there long-term in mm-hmm. this, as a defenseman. And in addition to that, is like that, I mean, he's just a cancerous locker room player. Like he mm-hmm. is, well, when you get punched in your face by your teammate, like th- that's never a good sign for you as a locker room player. Like if you he, like, obviously, the teammates shouldn't have punched you, but at the same time... No,
2: absolutely, yeah. Well, what
1: are you doing to get yourself punched in the face by your goalie? Like, that can't... You know, that can't be a good sign for you. So, I'm happy he's gone. I'm excited. I actually have seen they may actually get something for him, which is kind of insane, given that no one claimed him on the waiver on the waiver wire. So, I mean, if they can get, some, if they can get a solid... Not even solid. If they can get an okay player back for him, I would be very happy. And if Vince Dunn on St. Louis is talked about as a possibility. He he wants... The Blues are trying to trade him. I would love him. I don't think... We probably have to add something to Tony for that. But um, there are a few players out there that I think could be good returns. Um, Because Tony does help a team. I I don't think that... I think it's underrated. I I think for a defenseman, defense is more important than offense. But his offense last year was fantastic. You can't say enough about that. So... um, I am happy he's gone. I have rooted... It's going to be nice to be able to actually root against him because I have never liked him. So, mm-hmm. um... It's going to be interesting to see what the Avengers get for him. That was crazy. Um, yeah, so... But, Zach, what have your thoughts been on the NHL as a whole so far this year and
2: your, your Penguins? No, it's been great. I mean, it's... I think it's been really interesting, I thought, with having, um... The back-to-backs. I thought I honestly thought it'd be a lot more physical. I think it has been yeah, physical in some games. We have seen a few fights, um, but I definitely did think it would be a lot more physical. We still haven't seen um, the Battle of Alberta yet, and that that's always a physical one between Calgary and uh, Edmonton. So uh, that'll be good. Um, Pens. The Pens have looked good at times, and then at times they lose to the Rangers three to one. So.
1: Yeah, I hey, don't did know. Did you know I, you guys had won ten straight games against the Rangers entering last night? I didn't know that. I had no reaction oh yeah, to I had no idea about that. And like when I think about it, like it makes sense because like I feel like they've oh, yeah. just dominated us since that like 2014 playoffs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, but. I, I I like the back to back thing. I think it's pretty cool. But you get I you get sick of playing the exact same team, and especially in this division, they're like. Like, the, the Sabres and the Devils are the only teams that, like, I have somewhat confidence when the Rangers play them. Like, the Capitals, the Bruins, the Penguins, the Islanders, like, I have no confidence playing any of those teams. So, Amen. Like, get sick you, of that. you look
2: at this schedule, like, and there, you can't even, like, you can't even bet on it. This, anybody who, anybody can win any game any night. I mean, because you got Bruins playing the Flyers, Caps playing Pens, whoever, I mean... Mixing all of those, I mean, you have no idea who's going to come out with a, the with a two points. And, yeah. I mean, a lot of these games, a lot of the Pens games have been going into overtime. We've been seeing a lot of overtaction. So, yeah, I mean, it's been a lot of hockey. I mean, I can't complain. I love it. So um, I was going to say, though, like,
1: tell me that three-on-three three overtime is one of the greatest rule changes in sports.
2: So nice. It's it so is.
1: Unbelievable. I, I can't think of a better rule change. Like, it's just so exciting. Even, like, when we lose, it's still, like, a fun experience.
2: It literally, it feels like 30 seconds because it's so fast. There's no stop.
1: It's great, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, Payton, I know you're not a big hockey guy, but, yeah, any thoughts on Tony or hockey as a whole?
0: Um. Well, there is this one tweet I saw from a very close person in this group and he sorted all the goalies in the league and <laughs> separated them by um who didn't punch Tony the in the face and who did uh, by the way that person was uh our very own av
1: coplick <laughs> yes and you know i've been playing around with this computer program and sometimes you need to really visualize things to really see a gap between the players. And if there's one quality (laughs) that you're going to look for in the goalie, it's the guy who clocked Tony. So um, that was definitely an interesting turn of events in Ranger land.
2: Correct me if I'm wrong on this. I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but I swear I saw a tweet that said something around like, I thought it was like 70, 80% of games that have been played so far in the NHL, the home team has won 70%, 80%. Is that true? I I don't know. I haven't actually, like, looked at it. I saw the tweet. I swear that's what it said the one day, and I was talking to my dad about it. But, I mean, it seems accurate, honestly, just by watching the games and how everything has happened. But, I don't know. I have to look more into it. Yeah, I mean,
1: because, I mean, you may have more home field advantage this year, despite they're not being fans, just because the travel is such a big thing. Like, court, like I, it's just a different kind of travel, like... I, that's I what they're...
0: I thought some teams were a long fan. Some or teams... It, or like, is it, like, the basic
2: Florida teams? Yeah, teams,
1: yeah, teams.
0: yeah, Arizona.
2: Yeah it's, no, yeah, it's the same thing. It's bas- your same basic ones. But that's what the tweet said. It was, like, something about um, good job uh, in-house uh, cheers or whatever. The... You know what I mean? The uh, recording claps.
1: Yeah, yeah. Some 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 teams have been great with that. Like the Ra- I really like the Rangers fake fans. Like it, it just makes it sound good. But I think it was the Capitals. I was watching an Islander Capital game, and like it was. They I don't think they had any piped-in crowd noise. And piped-in crowd noise is a must. Because if you don't <laughs> have it, it just sounds so like I don't know. I don't think boring is the way the right word. It's just like. Like, it, it makes me uncomfortable. Like, I need some sort of uh, crowd noise in, in my ear because I'm really missing fans. I mean, I really hope we can get back. Oh, right. I don't think we'll be able to get back this hockey season, but maybe this baseball season. I'm I'm hoping for that. But um, another sport we probably, we probably won't be able to watch, but it has been pretty exciting, the National Basketball Association. Um did our last episode – yeah, we covered the Harden trade the last episode. Yeah. I just yeah. wanted mm-hmm. sure to talk about that. But, yeah, so uh, and the NBA, um, season is in full force. The Nets have been playing really good basketball. as the, the Nets are, are an unreal team, man. Like, in, I, I think I saw something that was like – I don't know when this was, but since Harden, they have like the highest offensive rating in the history of basketball and the highest – I mean the lowest defensive rating in the history of basketball. They've well, been like – Unreal.
0: The, the tweet was actually that they would have the highest rated offense of all time, and then the lowest rated defense of all time. Yeah. Though I also saw another tweet that that said those numbers weren't exactly accurate. So. Oh. Yeah. It, either way, though, that's where the trend is: highest and lowest.
1: I read it on Twitter. I thought it was 100% true. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been misled by the Twitter app. Right. Um But yeah, they've been. I haven't really watched that many games, but because I've been watching some New York Knicks basketball for the first, not not for the first time. On fire, bro. They're fun. I don't care. Like I've never. There's so like, like the Knicks have this idea of hope right now that they haven't had in so long because we've had some solid seasons and like had some solid players, but like Emmanuel quickly and RJ Barrett. And Julius Randle, but especially those first two guys are young and they're playing better than any young player the Knicks have had since Porzingis. And I mean, I, I've and Porzingis's injury oh boy, here issues we, here we go. are insane. Ayo, hey, um, let's talk about this. Let's <laughs> talk about this. The Kristaps Porzingis trade. The Knicks got back the 2021 Mavs pick. The Mavs have not been very good. They have not. Kristaps Porzingis. Mediocre at best, in my opinion. He's just Andrea he's just, he's just Andre Bargnani. Same exact player. But, um... I just keep picturing an idea where the Knicks make the playoffs this year. I don't think they're gonna. I, I think they are gonna fall off a cliff. They have not been playing that good the last couple of games. Um, I, I just don't see them keeping maintaining this fun idea. I think by by this time next month, I'm not gonna be watching every Knicks game as much as I am now. But... Regardless, like I could picture a world where like the Knicks make the playoffs and then the Mavs have a lottery pick and it's the Knicks now and that just makes me happy. I can't picture something better than that.
0: You're gonna you're just gonna root for another lottery pick, knowing how nah, this it works no, for you. No, no,
1: no sir, no sir. I'm rooting for a Knicks playoff run. Where they knock out the nets. That's going to happen. Lock it in right okay. now. Oh, okay. Whoa. Whoa.
2: Okay. Calm yourself.
1: Okay. Calm
2: yourself.
1: Okay.
2: Calm yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Name one net who can guard Julius Randle.
2: Exactly. Uh,
1: did, did exactly.
2: They... Does he really want an answer? Like, what?
0: Uh, <laughs> to a team that literally had Kevin Durant and anyone else left over from the Harden trade.
1: It's better. Okay. <laughs> yeah, dude, no, no, it's gonna be you're tra- bad. You're trolling, but if the Knicks win one game against the Nets this year, I will consider the entire season an accomplishment, and I will probably make that like my profile picture, or the, the picture of that scoreboard. Um, but but, we, but we, we, we'll we'll go back to this. We just gotta right. end for the week. Um, so we will be right back with more sports corner and more baseless Knicks predictions. You are listening
0: to the Sports Corner Podcast. Hear us live on Thursday evenings on radio and Friday afternoons on WFMP.org. This is 88.7 The Edge.
1: Welcome back to the Sports Corner. I'm Adam Copley, joined by Peyton Allison and Zach Tocash. When we left, I was making really dumb predictions about the Knicks. Yep. Peyton seemed like you had a response to them. Peyton, what are your, what's your response? You,
0: you know, you said if the, net, if the Knicks... Won a game against the Nets this year, you would call that a win, and uh, you know do the whole trolling thing, uh, PFP, the scoreboard, whatever. The surprising thing is that might happen, and the reason why is because let, let's just go back first. The Nets are over 500 against teams above 500, well over 500, and they're under 500 against teams under 500. That if, you go, if you go further, it is very clear that there is much, much, much less effort against um, lower-tier teams than, um, you know, the best of the best. Like, the last game against the Clippers, you can clearly see that there was more effort from a guy like Kyrie Irving. There was more effort from James Harden. There was just so much more effort from the Nets in that game than in the game against the Cavs, in the game against the Wizards. And it's just so weird, but, you know, if that's what you have to do to stay healthy um, throughout this 72-game covid effect season, then who really cares?
1: In all honesty, I've seen the exact same thing with the Knicks. Like, And they suck, so it's different. But like against the Bulls, they just split one game. They just split two games against the Bulls, and it was like they were pretty. Like both teams weren't aren't very good, so that's why the Knicks won. And the Knicks have this like floored. Like the Knicks have been very good defensively. Like they've been the top five defense in basketball so far, and a bottom five offense. So like they've been able to stay in a lot of games, but like against the Clippers, who they lost to, that game against the Clippers was one of my favorites, game, favorite game the Knicks, games the Knicks have played in years because even though they lost, like they were fully in that until the end against one of the best best teams in basketball. So like I've, you know, it's been a fun year. I'm not ex- Again, like I think I the think Knicks are going to fall off a cliff. I think the Nets are probably the best team in the East. So like Obviously, I'm not actually making that comparison, but um, it it's it just been fun. I mean, I, the Knicks kind of ha, finally have some sort of actual hope that isn't just in lottery balls. You know, like there's actual players wearing the Nick uniform who I could see being here, and maybe I mean. They, they, none of these three guys can be the number one on a championship team, but I think that Randall and Barrett could both eventually be the number two on championship team. So, you know, if they can get a super, super, superstar, Kevin Durant would be nice. But um, he, I, I forget what happened with that one. Uh, yeah, I mean, it could be fun, but I don't know. Knicks have been fun. They're probably not going to be for that much longer, so I'm going to enjoy it while I can. And make baseless accusations I and mean, baseless um, predictions while I still can. Zach, where's your thought thoughts been on the NBA season to date? Um,
2: I watched the game last night. Uh, they looked good. I mean, uh, I had. I'm trying to think. Let me pull it up real quick. One of my fantasy players dropped 109 points. Wait, but uh, you, oh, you <laughs> meant
0: fantasy points.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. 105. Fred Van Vliet.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay.
2: 105 fantasy points on the second. I was very happy.
0: You, you know, um, someone said that he had, like, 46. And I was like, uh, okay, uh, KV can do that asleep. sleep. And then I look on Google, and there's 14 seconds left in third quarter. I'm like, what? What? What is going on?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He had a well, hell of a game. I'm program. pretty sure if
0: he really tried, he, can, he could have gone
1: to 60. That's fair. <laughs> Um Yeah. NBA has been fun so far. I mean, I, I, I'm probably watching more basketball than I have in so long just because yeah. there's something to watch actually. Um, that's to that's me funny, the me with NHL. Yeah, man. Right? It, no, I, it, I appreciate it so much more after you know the. The shutdown, like after, I mean, what what did we end up going? We ended up going three, four, four and a half months about without any sports, mm-hmm. without any of the American sports, not counting Korean baseball, which I did watch a couple games of live Yes. Like five thirty in the morning.
2: Absolutely.
1: Then I was down horrible during that time. Me but too. um, but yeah, beside, but but since then, like. Yeah, having any sport is just so you know, you appreciate being able to watch it on T V. And whenever we eventually are able to get fans back in the stands, I know that like I wanna go to the first game out of any of the four teams that I can that I can be at, I wanna be at the first one, like in nosebleeds. I don't care, like Yeah. Just to be there. Just like to experience that, like a full it's crowd. Be insane. Like, it's gonna be, oh. unreal. It's gonna yeah. be unreal, man. But uh, yeah, hopefully everything. I figure everything out. Um, so before we go for tonight, just a couple talk about the MLB. So Peyton, um, you go here. MLB we'll back, but not for long. What do you think is going to go down? You think it's CBA or do you think the uh, COVID?
0: Um, the CBA. Let's let's just be real. Um, we're going through this whole thing again, where you have these public negotiations for no reason other than a lack of trust on both sides. Like let's let's be real. The players have all the leverage in this negotiation and that wasn't true for the one that happened in sixteen seventeen. So the way it's looking right now, we're we're just we're destined for a lockout unless something just magically happens. We just magically all become friends in the world. That's that's where we're headed because um, the M O B proposal that they gave was 154 games uh Universal DH Expand Playoffs, which we might have a little bit of differing opinions on. And The one thing that stopped that from getting passed was the players were scared that Manfred would have all the power, which, based on fan opinion, can't really blame me. So, yeah, just based on where we're going, there wasn't a counteroffer. We're... LB is basically going like, all right, yeah, just start the season. Who cares anymore? Just good luck.
1: Yeah, I, I don't see a way... That we this year is going to be played normally 162 games. Players because the players, the reason they didn't make a counter offer is because if they make a counter offer, then they have to come to an agreement, I guess. Yeah, was, like, that, to that that's right. So, like, it makes sense for them not to make a counter offer, but it just I mean, the, this season we're definitely headed for a strike. And, like and, you said, the, the, the players have all the, the bargaining power right now.
0: And, you know, if I I wouldn't be too concerned about a lockout if the last time a strike happened, baseball didn't almost completely fall flat on its face. Yeah.
1: yeah. And
0: that was, and for those that don't know, that was 1994. Um, just go read articles about it. It was not a fun mm-hmm. time.
1: And yeah. well, fingers crossed, and fingers crossed that obviously everything clears up with COVID. We get fans in the stands. Baseball is normal, and everything's normal. Everything's normal. Um, but. We'll be back next week to talk about more probably not normal sports. And for Peyton Ellison and Zach Tokash, I am Adam Koplik, and we will see you tomorrow at what time?
0: Uh, 12 o'clock.
1: 12 o'clock. Bye-bye.
0: You are listening to the Sports Corner Podcast. Hear us live on Thursday evenings on radio and Friday afternoons on WFMP.org. This is 88.7 The Edge.
1: Good afternoon and welcome to the Sports Corner bonus coverage. I'm Adam Cobb, joined by Peyton Nelson and Zacto Cash. Today, we will be keeping in theme with our prior bonus coverage where we made a bunch of uh, just picks for that weekend's game. There's only one game this weekend. It's a Super Bowl, which is, you know, a pretty big deal in the sports sphere. Super. But, um... Yeah, so it's a Super Bowl special. We're going to go through some, um, you know, Vegas makes all these different prop bets that you can make. We would never actually bet, but we're just making hypothetical never. situations where someone, if someone were to bet, what they would pick. So, uh-huh. um, yeah, Vegas has a bunch of, some of them are completely random and things you weren't thinking about in a football game, but because it's Super Bowl, they make you literally able to bet on anything, which, we were, which we're not saying should we're just saying that it is a thing that happens um so yeah we're just gonna go through a list and kind of you know make our picks and uh zach has the list so let's just get right right into it
2: so first one we have is the super bowl mvp winner who do we think we had patrick mahomes tom brady kelsey tyreek fournette godwin evans uh, Ronald Jones, CEH, Antonio Brown. I mean, clearly, Mahomes is the favorite, followed by Brady, Kelsey, or no, Brady,
1: then Hill. So, I'm... This probably goes into another pick, where I, I think the Chiefs are going to win. Okay. Um, so, I do think Mahomes is going to win MVP, and if the Bucks win, I'm, I think it'll be Brady, because that's just the way things go. But... If Mahomes is not it, and it's a Bucks win, I want Jason Pierre-Paul to win the MVP mm-hmm. so badly because I absolutely love JPP, and that would be awesome. But um, yeah, I'd probably go with Mahomes for that.
2: JPP is plus three thousand to win MVP
0: at, at this point. JPP. At this point, you might as well just throw some money on JPP.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So you think? That a quarterback will win the position. Um, Peyton, who do you think?
0: I would also tend towards a quarterback just because that's what's been like forever, except for that one Super Bowl where uh, uh, Von Miller won it in Super Bowl 50. Mm -hmm. What did I say? Like, I I forget what Super Bowl 50 was. Um, But yeah, I think it's going to be a quarterback because, you know. Is Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. Um, that's number one, and number two, I don't think that either of these defenses are going to come that much into play in this game. So yeah, yeah I would say a quarterback. Which quarterback? I'll reveal when we make the
2: Super Bowl pick. Oh, Super Bowl 50 was uh, Denver and Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't think of that. When, um, even that forgot was forgot horrible
1: Super Bowl, man. I hate it. Yep. <laughs> uh,
2: I'll, I'll be honest.
0: It, it wasn't that bad, <laughs> and it certainly wasn't that bad compared to Super Bowl 53.
1: That is that, true. That, that was, was the worst Super Bowl. That was. Awful. I have a lot of faith. I have a lot of faith that this Super Bowl will be I do, guys. too. I really do. Like, last year was a great one, and I, I think this year you got it. you just have two very good teams, and it's awesome, Mahomes brady I mean, I, I mean, as much as I hate Tom Brady and I want him to just stop, just stop, like, it's cool, I like, seeing the greatest ever do it go up against the guy who may end up being the greatest to ever do it. Like,
2: I don't know if I said it when we did the uh, episode last, but I saw a tweet that said, um, if Mahomes doesn't beat Brady in this Super Bowl, Mahomes will never pass Brady's legacy.
1: He's 25. Brady's 45. (laughs) They're saying just because,
2: I mean, it's... They're going against the head-to-head.
1: I will say, I think if if Mahomes wins this, I mean, you know, they're starting a dynasty. Mm -hmm. I I don't see... Because they have so much young talent, but... I mean, Mahomes is... I think you can make the argument he's the most talented quarterback to ever play, and he's not even... He's only been in the league for like three years. Like he is so, his talent is unreal. And then I, I just, I you could, I could really see him. I mean, he, he wins this Super Bowl. How many rings does Brady have? Six, right? So I mean, he wins yeah. this Super Bowl. He's already uh, third of the way there.
2: Yeah, because that was the other thing that uh, when Brady got the call, they said he said twelve's taken. Um, what number would you want, because he said he he didn't want Godwin to give it up if he didn't didn't want to, you know. So he said, what number would you want, and he said seven, because I'm going for it this year. I thought
1: that was pretty cool. I I like that. Um, Man, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. It's going to be the house again.
2: All right, so with the Super Bowl MVP giving his speech, who do we think he refers to first? Do we think teammates, which is the favorite? Do we think God, religion, the winning city, USA, racial injustice, family, coaches, team owner, and yeah, that's it.
1: I don't think it's going to be City. Okay. Well, I don't think the Tampa Bay... City's honestly the
2: third favorite. I know, but why would they thank Tampa Bay?
1: Well, like, it's not like, you know, or was right like, um, city. I'm Shouldn't sure have a big, like, football city, but, like, Green Bay, like, you know, the first thing they're saying is, like, like, this is for Green Bay, or, like, when LeBron won, it was, like, Cleveland, like, you know, that was, like, cause, like, like, it was for the city, like, this is, I don't, know, I, I, don't Bl- think,
2: I don't I don't see Aaron Rodgers winning a Super Bowl and going, Green Bay! <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's no way he's saying something about his family or something, you know?
1: Well team would, I, 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 you know, you if you think of Mahomes and Brady as the two favorites, you got you you probably have some uh but did Mahomes win M V P last year? He did, right? Yeah. You, you can probably so like,
0: cheat by just watching his
1: probably, and Brady's out of people to think. He's won like five MVPs, so like he, he, he made just go up there and be like, I did this. This was me. Good for me. But I, I, I would probably go teammates. Great, you would probably think teammates for sure. I think they yeah. both probably think teammates. Teammates. I think, yeah, teammates is probably the best bet. Aiden. Well, I'm,
0: gonna, I'm just finding something to go different with here. And the only thing I can think, uh, think of is I believe both are Christian. So, yeah, they're going to thank God first.
2: Yep, I'm gonna go with God first, and I'm gonna go with I am gonna go with Mahomes as MVP. I mean, it. I mean, no. Here's the thing. I see. I we're, we're gonna get into this later. I know it's so hard now because Peyton. This was tough. We should have done this one last. Um. Yeah. No, I'm staying with Peyton. No, because I'm not. I'm not deciding. <laughs> so yeah, I'm staying with. Peyton back to this coin toss which yeah, we, we just, should start we need some
1: time
0: sometimes think about this
2: coin, yeah. toss?
1: coin toss heads tails what are we doing looking for a coin um i mean tails never fails you know gotta go with tails.
2: tails never fails peyton
1: uh for me
0: heads has never failed so i'm gonna go with heads
2: it doesn't rhyme dude well, I'm not... Do <laughs> even... I look like a rap to you? <laughs> I'm not going to put Peyton on this one. I'm going Tails. Um, do we think the team that calls the t- the coin toss will be correct?
1: I love these bets, man. They're so <laughs> good. Wait <laughs> next... till we'll the next one. The next one's even better. <laughs> um, yes. Because the team is going to be on my uh, wavelength.
2: Peyton?
1: I'm...
0: I'm going to go with yes. Yeah? I'm going to go with no. (laughs) I'm scared for what this next one is.
2: Will the team that wins the coin toss win the game?
1: No, wait, hold up. The coin toss is the most important Yes, definitely. Yes? Absolutely. No doubt. No doubt in my mind. I
2: don't know. Peyton looks a little uh, rattled.
1: Well, I'm just thinking if they
0: kick... If they decide to kick it or decide to receive it, then what? Uh, I'm going to go with yes. Yes.
2: I'm going to go with yes. (laughs) All right. Super Bowl National Anthem. Will it be over or under two minutes and three seconds?
0: Who's singing the National Anthem?
1: I have no idea. (laughs) To the Google, we go. Check it out. Um, Jasmine Sullivan and Eric Church. I
2: don't know what that is. Do you
0: guys I'm know who sure, they are? I'm pretty sure I've heard of Eric Church before.
2: I think I have too. But Jasmine Sullivan.
0: You know, if, the, if this was Aretha Franklin, this isn't easy. Bet, <laughs> but unfortunately, um, R. I. P. The late Aretha Franklin. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with over. Why not?
1: Yeah, I'm also going to go with over because there's two people.
2: Okay. All right, I'm going is... uh, to go with under. I went with under last year. It worked for me. Um, Yeah, who will sing the last note? Oh, should have looked here. Who will sing the last note, Jasmine Sullivan or Eric Church? Sullivan. Sullivan. Uh, easy, easy. Yep. <laughs> what that is the primary color I've of picked. Eric Church's shirt? Of oh, the what? I love this, man. What will be the primary color of Eric Church's shirt? Black, gray, white, blue, red, yellow.
1: Who is Eric Church? Uh, (laughs) Singer, I guess. Let's Google him. We gotta see what colors he usually American Singer songwriter. (laughs) Yeah, he's
2: a singer. What songs he sing? He's a country singer.
1: That's important. Oh oh yeah, it's definitely over there.
2: Stick that in your country song. Oh. Uh,
1: I'm gonna go with black. Because most of these shirts he's wearing black. That was
0: the favorite. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with black. And also, yeah, this this is definitely gonna be over two minutes. and What was it?
2: Thirty seconds. I'm gonna go with white. <laughs> that is
1: just going everything different. The <laughs> next question: Will Eric Church be wearing a jean jacket? God, I hope oh, no. so. I'm not um, going <laughs> to.
2: These, cause these get start to get ridiculous. What style shoe? We'll go to the next topic. Um, but okay. But yeah, do you think jean jacket, a jeans jacket, jacket? No. No, no jeans jacket? Yes, I'm thinking yes. leather. leather jacket with the white shirt.
0: That's
2: right? It. I mean yeah. Alright. Super Bowl halftime show. First note sung um wait yeah yeah first first song performed by the weekend
1: blinding lights yeah
0: I'm not familiar with the weekends discography like that so,
1: <laughs> uh,
2: I'm just gonna go with Adam Fick blinding lights I'm going to go with Starboy. But, by the way, I know there's some
0: The Weeknd fans yeah, yeah. that work at this radio station that are going to be bro, you, you absolutely be.
2: upsetting me. I
1: love it's that true. man. He's going to kill it. I love that
2: Now, did you see what, just said, what they said? He spent $7 million of his own money. Because you know that the halftime performers don't get paid for this. Yeah. So he spent $7 million of his own money to make it what he wanted. I'll be honest. I'm I never knew
1: that. Bro. It's gonna be so dope, like, and especially after he got like completely snubbed by the Grammys, I'm feel like I feel like he he like really because like for some I guess the Grammys, eh, like wanted him to perform but he didn't perform because he wanted to do the Super Bowl he had to pick one or the other I don't know why, and I guess that so like, I think he this is I think he's gonna, this is gonna be a great halftime performance. Also, he's dope. Yeah. Do we um, think anybody's gonna? We're you gonna say, God.
0: I'm just waiting for the Super Bowl where Lil Uzi per- performs with a Pink. Diamond, diamond in the
1: in man's head. head. He got a
2: diamond in his head. Twenty-four million dollars.
1: <laughs> so, what? What are we doing? First of all, and then he said like, he why? Said, like if I, he's like if I put it, if I pull it out wrong, like it could damage my brain. I'm like, really, what it? really? Dude it looks like Vision from from the uh, MCU. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's it's tough. Um, all right, let's get to the Super Bowl commercials. Uh, which commercial will be shown first? Pringles or Tide? Wow. Uh, Tide. Tide's the dog.
1: Yeah,
0: you, you know, I took a whole class on. Advertising
1: introduction. Was this and not I on tried. the final? No, not at all. The Super Bowl player brought weren't on the final? <laughs> what kind of talk <laughs> is this? <laughs> Dude. You, you must know, better in your uh,
0: <laughs> I'm just going to go with the company that I know more, and that's Tide. Yes, I know Tide more than Pringles.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you know Tide more than Pringles?
0: I'm going to uh, go with Pringles. It, it's kind of hard to not know what Tide is when people decide, you know, let's just eat some of these pods, pod, pods. for yeah, an entire that year. Was, that was a weird trend.
1: trend. That was a very odd trend. Yeah, not, not one of our best. <laughs> <laughs> we could have done better. <laughs>
2: could, have, could have done better. But, yeah.
0: like the entire generation, sure. Yeah.
2: Um, which co- another witch commercial. Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade or Michelob Ultra?
1: Um, I think go. Ultra, because I think, isn't, it, was it Bud Light or Budweiser? That's not. I Bud,
2: Bud Light, Seltzer, Lemonade. Wait, who's not? Budweiser is. What?
1: Bud, I thought one of them decided they were going to, like, put all their money into, into like, vaccine distribution. Oh, or something.
2: Budweiser isn't, because I these are just Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer, Michelob Ultra, Michelob Ultra, Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. I'm like, gonna go with so, so Maybe they're
0: not. Maybe with Ultra. All right. Peyton. I, I'm just joking. All, all these
2: prop bets. Um,
0: yeah, we're but, just going to do a few more time.
2: of which ones first. Um, all right, next one. Which commercial first? Frito-Lay, M&M's.
1: What was the first one?
2: Frito-Lay. So, chips. Or M&M's.
1: m ms I love those commercials. I don't know why that has anything to do with it, but m ms always has a better one. So.
0: I know for a fact that m M&M m commercials have typically been shown in the first half of the Super Bowl. Don't ask me
1: how I remember that no, or how came I came like, come up with that. You knew about the prop bets.
0: Not, not really. Uh, I'm going to go with m just, just that. That's the only reason I have...
2: All right, last one, last one. Mountain Dew or Doritos 3D? Apparently, that's a hot commodity.
0: Didn't we leave 3D back in 2010? Or like, like, like
2: the, the last evacuation it, of 3D back in, in 2010? Uh, Apparently, it's back. I'll go Doritos. Yeah, Doritos. Yeah, I'm going to go Doritos, too. Always up there. Um... And then what else? Do we well,
1: before we do this last, uh, yep. we've got to go to the break. So, um, yeah, come back for This is sports talk, surprisingly. <laughs> Trust us. This is sports talk. Uh, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
0: You're listening to the Sports Corner Podcast. Hear us live on Thursday evenings on radio and Friday afternoons on WFMP.org. This is 88.7 The
1: Edge. Welcome back to the Sports Corner Super Bowl special. Um, We were talking about Super Bowl commercials last time um, and other not really football-related prop bets. This time, we're going to talk more, more so. The latter half of the prop bets will be more so football-related. And starting it off, Gatorade shower color. Uh, Zach?
2: So, the... Colors we have to choose from are orange, red, slash pink, which is the favorite. Orange is second favorite. Then we got yellow, green, lime, purple, clear, and blue. What do we think?
1: Now, if we're talking about the best quality Gatorade, it's blue. But um, I said that may be a hard for another time. The answer is blue. So. Yeah, but, white, uh, but I, yeah, another time. Absolutely not. Um, I would probably go red, just Based on you know, the team colors, it's probably the best bet. But you know, if Andy Reid or uh, Bruce Arians want good tasting Gatorade, they should probably go but
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think you're really tasting the Gatorade when it's just poured all over you. But, but anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the somewhat sleeper of orange. And also, uh, I would prefer red.
2: <laughs> uh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go red as well. I uh, I just think it makes sense with both teams, and I feel like it's been red in the past. I feel like it is. I don't know why. Um, yeah, and then let's get to some actual prop bets here for the game. Okay, what what's the first offensive play of the game? Is it gonna be a rush or a pass? Rush is a favorite.
1: Um,
2: Rushing player I
1: passing. I think it fully depends on who wins it because I think Kansas City throws a lot early Yeah. and in, in early down. So I I think that um I, I'm gonna go with pass though.
0: Uh, knowing both these coaches, these are both coaches that are not going to be at any point in time the traditional run run pass first down type yeah. of guys. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put my bet. Bet on, in quotes, on the pass. Yeah, I don't
2: know why I said that the pass was the favorite, or the rush was the favorite. Um, the pass is a favorite, um, and it's the dog. Um, okay, and now we're going to get into the spread and the over-under. So, currently the spread sits at minus three. What do we think? For anybody who doesn't know, the spread means that you take the team minus or plus the three points, and they have to win by that or lose within the margin of the points that you have.
1: Yeah. Whoever you pick, if you take, like Kansas City is minus three, right?
2: Yes, Kansas City is minus three.
1: Yeah. So if Kansas City wins, you take three points out away from them. If they still win, then they covered.
2: Yeah. Just start the game negative three. Tampa Bay starts game plus three.
1: Um, I think it's going to be a very close game, but I'm I'd still go with Kansas City. I think Kansas City covers that, but by like one. I think they either win by like one. I think they either win by four or they win by like six because it goes to overtime. So I go Kansas City.
0: Well, I'm basically going to have to give up my pick now. Uh, Because I do think that the margin is going to be bigger than three. And I, yeah, it's going to be outright. Is that the proper term for it? Yeah. 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 Okay. So. Drum
1: roll, please.
0: I am going to go with Tampa Bay.
1: Tampa Bay doesn't have to win by three. Tampa Bay would only have to win. To
2: I
0: I completely forgot the spread word. As I was, I was, as I was. No, Tampa but Bay. no,
2: but that makes sense. No, because I mean, that, I mean, too. If you're going with that money on I mean, them, you're going with them spread. So, yeah. um, yeah. But I, yeah, I'm with you. I I do think that Tampa Bay wins this. That's why I didn't want to say because I at first when I said Mahomes is the MVP, I was like, wait, but that's not who I'm picking for. To win. So, I mean, so before
1: we go on, who's your MVPs then? Both of y'all.
2: Tom Brady. Yeah, it's got to be the GOAT. Thomas? Thomas. Tommy T? Tommy T. I just want right. to s- give his sons hugs. I said hugs. <laughs> I said hugs. <laughs> All right, man. No. I think um, I said
1: hugs. It's got to be one comment
2: every episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I respect that. I mean, I, I I think it's gonna be a great game, honestly. Um, I'm excited, regardless. But yeah, what what was the final bet prop bet?
2: Oh yeah, final one. Thank you for reminding me. Over under fifty six. That's a big
0: over under. Knowing. Knowing these two quarterbacks, I really want to say, and the weapons they have, we're we're just we've completely negated that throughout the episode. I really want to say over. By while I said I don't think the defense will be that much of a factor. I think it will be enough to keep it under. What was it, fifty six point
2: five? Just fifty six and a half. I'm sure it. Op- I'm sure it opened at a uh, point five, but right now it's just sitting at fifty six. All
0: right. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the under, fifty six and
1: a half. I'm probably. I actually think that the over under may be very predictive, because I think that can- if it's over, I think Kansas City probably wins if it's under Tampa Bay. I mean, that may actually it may be thirty nothing one way or the other. So you never, never know, but I think that. 'Cause I think is if, if this ends up in a shootout, I trust Mahomes more than Brady, just in terms of arm talent and as who's the better quarterback. But and that and that is why I think what I think will happen. So I'm gonna go with the over. But because the, like Kansas City's defense is not that good, but Tampa Bay's is very good. So if it ends up being under and it's a lower scoring game, I have way more faith that Tampa Bay would be the reason that it's under, like, like, their defense would have held Kansas City, but I think it's going to be over, and I'm going to go, with the, like I said before, I'm going to go with the Chiefs outright. And you said the over? Yes, sir.
2: Um, here's the thing, I, I, I'm not a, I don't, I've said this to you guys, I'm not a big under guy, Um. But I don't know that 56. That's a lot. I, I that's a high I'm, number. yeah. I'm with Peyton. Like I do. I don't think that either defense is going to be a huge factor in the game. I mean, I do think it's just going to come down to offense, who can score. Um, but 56 is a lot.
1: Yeah, I can think of the last time I saw him run to that.
2: Um. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going to think – I'm going to go with under. I think it's going to be under. I'm going to root over. I never root under. I never want to see that. Um, but, yeah.
1: All right. Well, those are our picks. I have them all written down. So we will look back next week and see who had the best Super Bowl Sunday. Hope you all at home enjoy your – or not at home, in your car because it's on the radio – or actually, maybe at home because there's a streaming link. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Um, hope you all enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday. We will be back next week for Pay Nelson Zach Togash. I am Adam Koplick. This is Sports Corner. See you next week.